welcome to the Mindful Living Podcast. I'm your host, Athea Davis. Are you ready to become the person everyone loves, including yourself? Imagine being filled with purpose, joy, and focused energy every single day. I guide kids to gain their inner calm and adults to spark their inner child. Each week, I will give you fun, practical, and relatable, mindfully infused inspiration, insights, and information that you can directly apply in your life, family, and school or business. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to Mindful Living with me, your host, Athea Davis. You are listening to episode 123, Controlling Our Thoughts and Emotions, part two. I am so just filled with joy to be back with you on this solo episode. I was at the close of 2021 looking at my top five podcast episodes of all time. And one of the episodes was episode number 49, Controlling Our Thoughts and Emotions. So I thought it's time to do a follow-up to that episode, mainly because I wanted to give you more of a bite-sized version of what I discussed in that episode. So if you want to take a deep dive, go back into the archives, episode 49, Controlling Our Thoughts and Emotions. All right, you ready to dive in with me today? You know, thoughts and emotions, they drive everything that we do. They drive our actions, our beliefs, our thoughts and emotions are ruling our life unconsciously and consciously. So the more that we can bring awareness to what's happening on the inside, the more that we can create what we really and truly desire on the outside. So if you want to pause and go listen to episode 49 and come back and listen to 123, you are, I would love for you to do that, but you don't have to listen to episode 49 as a prerequisite to listen to this episode. You can definitely listen to them separately. So one of the first things that I, I remember when I realized that I had this little voice in my head, I thought, wow, how have I never paid attention to some of the toxicity that I say to myself. And I remember hearing for the first time, just, you know, like the light went off, you know, that classic light bulb, the light, the light bulb moment, it, something went off in that moment when I, when I discovered something shifted in that moment. Wow. I I had no idea that, you know, I had this voice going on all the time. And I if you've never had that moment, I want you to press pause here too and maybe take a moment just to sit still and notice your voice. Turn off all distractions, including this episode. That's why I said press pause and just notice your voice that's talking to you constantly. Never quiets down 
always running and just notice the things that it's saying to yourself. Maybe like, what is she talking about? Why am I doing this? This is boring. I don't know what your voice says, but it might steer you in that direction because I'm asking you to do this exercise. And I think that's number one, just noticing that we have this voice that is talking to us all day long. And once we become aware of that voice, the second thing I want you to become aware of, if you're not already, are sensations in your body. Sensations like tension, um, a lightness, heaviness, brightness, fuzziness, fizziness. I've talked about sensations before on many podcast episodes where I've talked about yoga and various mindfulness practices. It's something, it's, it's, we're not used to that language of sensation. We are in our head, that voice is running all day long, and many times we're not aware of how we're feeling. That feeling is a biological mechanism in the body that's occurring, such as, like I said, tension, lightness, brightness, uh, heaviness, um, you know, maybe one of the things you can identify with the most is when you feel like the butterflies in your stomach or fluttering when you feel nervous or anxious about something, or you feel that, like that sinking in your heart if you have anxiety, you know, and you're worried about something. That's a language, a, a, you know, a lang- our body is speaking to us, letting us know that this feeling is occurring. And let's pay attention to it. We don't have to allow that to control us, but it is a part of who we are. It is a form of language. So as we go through our bite size Controlling Our Thoughts and Emotions Part 2 today, I wanted to give you some quick tips on how to identify the voice, how to recognize its pattern, and how to shift it so you can start living life in more alignment, more with your truth and freedom and authenticity and joy, even in the challenge and the hard stuff. So you're ready to start living that? All right. So I'm hoping you're saying yeah. So again, recognizing the voice and body sensations. You know, that's not, that's a practice. So if you have access to going to a yoga class or a meditation app or doing some mindful breaths, I'm going to give you one of my favorites here in a few moments. I want you to be practicing that on your own because, you you know, even as we practice, we, there are things we're still not aware of in our body because we get in our heads and then we get disconnected. And part of this work is again, just that connection of mind and body yoga to yoke, to join, to connect. So recognizing the voice. That's number one. So if you did your homework and you pause this episode and you realize you have that voice and maybe you took a few moments to notice in your body if you have any tension or any sensation. If you notice nothing, I always tell my students, if you notice nothing, you're noticing something and noticing something is a practice in awareness itself. (laughs) So And speaking of notice, number one, I just want you to slow down. So part of having this 
power, this inner power of controlling our thoughts and emotions is slowing down so we can notice. And sometimes that means, well, most of the time, it's going to mean you need to disconnect from your electronic devices, from music, from all the things. There's a healing time for music and all those things, uh, definitely. But for this practice, I, I just want you to unplug completely and sit. I know, it sounds boring, right? I actually love my solitude. I used to find it very uncomfortable because then I had to listen to the, that voice inside and it's not very nice. And I always tell my kids, let's let's show some shine to our mind today. And that's what we're going to do right now. So finding something that works for you is sitting. And just notice you don't have to start for a long time. Set a timer for 30 seconds if one minute is too scary. Set a timer for for one minute. And just notice in that one minute the voice and sensations in your body. If you find it incredibly hard to sit and do that, do it while you're moving, like walking, getting outside. Again, no electronics, just you and your mind and your body. So do that practice. It's just noticing. And I call that sitting with the discomfort. Whether we're technically sitting, you know, in in our chair or a seated meditation pose Or we are actively walking. We're sitting with the discomfort of this negative loop that we're creating. I'm going to talk about that negative feedback loop with these negative things that we say to ourselves. Imagine a time where you made a mistake and you just, you know, said some terrible things to yourself. Whether it was a parenting thing, you were teaching or working, whatever it is, you just made this mistake and you are so hard on yourself about it and you might just call yourself stupid or how could you do that or worthless or what in the world are you doing? You really suck at this. Nobody's going to listen to you anyway. Just, you know, close it, close everything down. I don't know what your negative voice is saying. It might say some of those things, particularly when we've made a mistake. We all make mistakes. We all make multiple mistakes. So just remembering that uh, as we talk about negative self-talk, you are not alone. We all are having this negative self-talk. And the first part is sitting with the discomfort, becoming aware of it. And I'm going to give you some tools to help shift it here in a moment. But I want to put it in this frame, number one, of noticing it, sitting with that discomfort, moving with it, and just noticing what you are saying to yourself. So once you do that, we're going to start labeling it. Well, not we, but you're going to start labeling it negative or positive. Is this negative self-talk? Am I... Am I not loving myself when I say I suck? Absolutely. So it's important to label those things. Hey, this is a thought and this is not showing myself love. I'm just noting that. In fact, you can say that script to yourself. This is a really uncomfortable emotion. So maybe you notice as you're talking to yourself, you feel an uncomfortable emotion like anger, sadness, grief frustration, anxiety, and you label it. 
And sometimes you may not know the emotion. You just know that you're in a sucky place, a sucky mood, bad mood, and you're just on this trail of negativity. It's okay just to label it that. You're not showing yourself love. And just note it. And then be intentional and say, I, I'm going to talk to myself in a more loving way. I deserve that. I am worthy of that. So that's step number two is labeling it what it is because you are not your negative thoughts. You can become them if you're not aware of them and you start taking actions based on them. So that's the power of your thoughts. You can become them, but they do not have to become part of you. When we shed that light and awareness on them, we want that love. We want to integrate the, the light and shadow sides, we, you know, of course we are amazing and of course we make mistakes. So I don't want to be a Pollyanna here, right? Challenge shows us our character weaknesses, where we need to work on things. We all need to work on things and we all also have strengths. So noticing your voice inside Noticing your body sensations, sitting with a discomfort, whether actually sitting or walking with it and then labeling it for what it is. Also labeling the positive stuff, giving yourself love, cheering yourself on, voting your own victory is so important to breaking that negative self-talk pattern. Now, once you're able to do that, now that's a big shift What I mean by that is that it's a big practice. It's not going to be you getting off this podcast episode and okay, here's step one and two and it's going to be linear. Absolutely not. Probably not. If you do, hey, that's really awesome sauce that you're able to do that. Most of us probably not. It's going to be a step forward, a few steps back, a step forward. That's how it looks when we grow. It's very, you know, a line forward, a a right turn, left turn, U-turn, big circle going up, down. It's very messy. So get ready for some messiness. That's what growth looks like. So once you label it, we're going to get into number three. And number three is releasing and regulating. When you're in that negative self-talk mode and you've been there, Maybe this mistake is really big and then you get feedback and somebody underscores your mistake and it feels like the whole world is pointing the finger at you as if you're the only one that's done something wrong or made a mistake. You might feel like the world is coming to an end. You might feel so much shame about something And when we identify, wait a minute, that's what shame feels like. That's what it looks like. It's okay. I'm human. I make a mistake. I see I'm in this negative self-talk space. I'm noticing it. I labeled it. Now it's time to release it and regulate. A lot of times we talk about regulation, but we don't mention the release part. And... Releasing is so important. I had um, p- Parenting with Perspectacles on the podcast, um, Maggie, and she 
she talked about this, particularly with the work she does with kids about releasing. When you get to a stress level, say your highest is a 10 and you've hit your 10 and you're in the, the red zone, you, you are flipping your lid, you, you need to be able to release that intense negative emotion, um, not negative emotion, but difficult emotion, negative self-talk. And that can look different for different people. Uh, moving it out of your body, whatever movement works for you, running, biking, walking, maybe it's music, dancing, journaling, going out in nature, uh, you know, being able to release it, um, being somewhere safe and breaking things on purpose, right? Like you've established that this zone, I can break these things, I can scream into a pillow, uh, punch a punching bag, kick a kick, uh, you know, punching bag, Doing those things are very healthy forms of releasing that negative, or I keep saying negative, but negative self-talk and, and difficult, challenging emotion. So I, I, you know, typically we say negative emotion, <clears throat> but I don't, I want to get away from that language, negative emotion, because anger, frustration, sadness, grief, those are not negative. They're just challenging. They're difficult. And so you want to release And then you can regulate back down with some breathing, with some mindful breathing, with some yoga movement. Sometimes you can release with yoga movement too, some of those power yoga moves. Sometimes you need something else and sometimes you need all of them together. I, there's no perfect formula. It's a test or trial and error. It's like, okay, let me try this. This worked this time let's try something else next time. This didn't work. Let me pull this tool out of my toolbox. So you're going to know that. All right. So release and regulate and regulate means getting your system down back to an equilibrium from a 10 to a five. And we can do that with breathing practices, with yoga movement, one of my favorites are, are two also with mantra. This is where we get away from, you know, negative self-talk. I suck. I'm no good at this to an affirmation, a mantra, those things that we can repeat to ourselves. Like I made a mistake, but I'm worthy of love. I made a mistake and I'm worthy of love. And you can just really steep yourself in that, those positive words to your mind really makes a powerful difference because what we say is what we act on, what we believe. And then we repeat that cycle. So we want to repeat that positive feedback loop, not the negative feedback loop. So one of my favorite forms of regulating mindful breathing is using counting breath. And this one you can do after you can pause the episode now and you can do, or you can do it after the episode. So it's three, five breathing. It's a count of three on the inhale and a count of five on the exhale. Now the counting gets us out of our, you know, just out of our unconscious mind, out of just, you know, our unconscious stupor is <laughs> there's a great way to say it and can help us focus help us get back into our body so it's an inhale just breathing in through the nose one two three and you can just hold it for a breath at the top of the inhale and then exhale out of the nose or mouth five four three two and one now a couple of things with that is you're counting and that's going to help you get back into your body, pay attention out of that negative feedback loop. So you can say, hey, I'm going to stop this. I'm regulating. I'm coming from a 10 to a 5. 
And elongating the breath a little longer than the inhale is, I call it super vibe calming to the mind, body, and heart because it puts us in the parasympathetic nervous system where we are in that rest and digest mode and not that heightened state, I'm going to protect because I don't feel safe when I'm in the sympathetic nervous system where I'm at a 10 and I'm going to fight or I'm going to just freeze up or flee. I was just doing a, did a little Instagram post about this the other day on a reel. By the way, if you want to check that out, let me know which uh, emotional trigger reactor you are. And I left mine in the comments. I won't tell you here. You'll have to go check out that reel on my Instagram and uh, and look at what I am in the comments. Maybe you'll be surprised at the, which one I am. I don't know, but check it out. Anyway, so counting breath, super powerful. So release and regulate. Okay, so we've gone over just a few things. Let me just recap. As we become aware of the voice inside, we are able to... Number one, notice the voice and our body sensation. So we sit with that discomfort, whether sitting physically or moving and sitting with it, right? Sitting just metaphorically is what I mean. Then we label it as negative self-talk. We can also label it as positive self-talk because we want we must be training our mind to say those kind things so we can vote our own victory, so we know our value and know our worth. You have something awesome sauce to add to this world so you've got to be training that mind so you can be kind and doing all those awesome sauce things out there and when we do this our kids are going to have great models doing this all right so we release and regulate back down so what's actually happening here here's the result you are increasing your awareness and you are building a positive new habit a positive feedback loop If you go back and you listen to episode 49, I talk about the negative feedback loop. I talk a lot lot about, uh, or talk, I've probably had too much caffeine today, (laughs) or caffeine too late in the day as I record this, like tongue-tied, but I talk a lot about um, different things, so I talk about various things, but I also talk about the negative feedback loop. So we want to get a positive feedback loop going our self-loving belief. We don't want that negative, loathing, I'm worthless belief. We don't want to give that life. We want to shine light on it and we want to burn it out of our mind, heart, and body and build something new on the inside. We want to build that positive new habit, that positive feedback loop. And so we can see that when we make mistakes, that we're a whole person with imperfections, just like everybody else. We're a whole person with imperfections. We're going to make mistakes and that's okay. It's part of living and learning and growing. And number two, we will create more positive self-loving thoughts. So the first one, right? More positive self-loving beliefs, more positive self-loving thoughts is going to reinforce our positive self-loving beliefs. And as I said, those more positive self-loving thoughts, as an example, I made a mistake, but that's okay. Next time, I know now and I'll do better. 
I will try again. I'll take a U-turn. I'll take the wrong turn. I'll fall down. But I will keep going. I will try again. Remember, this is a process. This is not perfection. It's a process, not perfection. When we do this, we will find evidence to confirm our positive beliefs. So it's like we're putting a new lens in our brain. There is something called the reticular activating system. It acts as a filter. So when we begin filtering all this negative information, negative self-talk, negative information, we'll find things to reinforce the negative self-talk and then the negative belief and then more negative self-talk and then we'll find more negative things out there to reinforce and we end that negative feedback loop. That is a dark and unfulfilling place to live. We have the power to change that. Is it easy? No. Is it doable? Yes. One step at a time, one breath at a time, one sitting with uncomfortable thoughts and emotions at a time. You've got this. I know you can do it. So as you look for evidence to confirm your positive beliefs, you then might say, this time I made a mistake and I learned from it. I'm learning from it. Oh, this is exciting. Look, I made this mistake. What am I going to learn from this experience? How can I apply what I've learned from this mistake and do better next time? See how we just shifted that whole conversation that, that you know, what we might have said before, I'm terrible at this, and we shifted that to something much more positive uh, instead of that negative self-talk. All right, so I want to review these so you have your three big tips that you can use here on episode 123, Controlling Our Thoughts and Emotions, Part 2. All right, remember I referenced episode 49. Definitely check that out. You can, uh, as I said, there's so much detail in that episode. I highly recommend you going to visit that. But number one, I want you to slow down. Find some way to disconnect and slow down and become aware of the voice inside your head and your body sensations. Once you become aware of the voice in your body sensations, you're noticing what's happening on the inside, you're going to sit with that discomfort. Number one, just sit. That's all you got to do. Just notice and sit. You got it. I know you can do hard things. Number two, label it. Label that negative self-talk. It is not who you are. Do not allow that to become who you are. We want some other things to become who you are. You are love. You are awesome sauce. You are here to spread your magic spark in this world. That is the light we need to shine. So you're going to label that negative self-talk. You can label the positive self-talk so you can shift it. And then you're going to release, especially in those really difficult moments when we're at a 10, we've flipped our lid. We are totally triggered. And then we can come back down and, re- and by releasing it through movement, any form of movement that works for us. I love running. I love walking. I love biking. But my go-to is running. That may not be your thing. Maybe it is. Maybe you've never tried it. But this is where you're going to try things. See what works for you. Maybe it's going to the gym, lifting weights. I don't know. Zumba, you try your thing. Move to the groove. And then uh, you can also use mantra and breath. 
If you're really dysregulated, I would recommend moving in some way and then do the breath and the movement. And then I I taught you the counting breath, the three in, five out. Now you've got that. You're going to use that. You're going to practice it. And that result is your increasing awareness of what it feels like to notice when you have those challenging thoughts and emotions, that negative self-talk, and then you can create a positive feedback loop because you're bringing awareness to what's happening. You're going to build a positive new habit instead of that negative feedback loop where you're stuck in this, I'm imperfect and worthless and not worthy of love. Oh no, my dear love, you are not going to say those things to yourself. We do not want you spreading that darkness in your heart or your mind. We need to shift that by creating that positive feedback loop. You are a whole person with imperfections like everyone else. And you're going to start loving yourself, those self-loving beliefs. You are whole and perfect and amazing. And you make mistakes just like everybody else. You're going to have more positive self-talk because you're going to shift that negative self-talk and say, hey, I noticed that voice. I am not that thing. I made a mistake, but that's okay. I yelled at my kiddo. I made a mistake. I can shift that. I can apologize. I can do better. And you keep taking those steps. I will do better next time. You keep going. And then you're going to find all this evidence out in the world that confirms your awesome sauce, your beauty, your wholeness, and it's going to affirm that positive belief about yourself. And here we are making that positive feedback loop, one step, breath, and movement at a time. I made a mistake and I'm learning from it and it's beautiful and I'm going to keep moving and grooving. And that's it. That's all you got to do. Those three things. All you got to do, keep doing those. I'm voting your victory. I hope you're doing well. It is a process, not perfection. We are not going to change this overnight. You can practice it for years and still be in the practice. It's always a practice, but I promise you practice these. You're going to shift. The people in your circle will see you shift. You will inspire those in your circle to shift. Your kids will shift. You will be the model. You will be that change. So it's been amazing to be here with you on episode 123, Controlling Our Thoughts and Emotions, Part 2. I hope you gained value from this episode. If you did, definitely let me know. Leave me a rate review. I would love to hear how you're thinking about the content on the show. All the good, bad, and ugly helps me glow and grow too. And connect with me out on social media. I am on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I am out there at Athea Davis, A-T-H-E-A-D-A-V-I-S, at Athea Davis. And I'm on TikTok at Athea underscore Davis. Would love to connect with you there as well. And um, let's see, any other social media places? I think I've named them all. Definitely subscribe to the show so you can get notifications when new episodes go live. And if you enjoyed this episode and gained tons of value from it, I hope you did. Share the mindful living love. Others need this work too, right? So share it with them. Let them learn the tools and send it to a friend. Send it to your kids. Send it, share it with your older kiddos. Send it to your colleagues, your teacher friends. Share that mindful living love really makes a difference. 
you could also screenshot this episode and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag me at Athea Davis. As always, it's great to be here with you to share uh, all the things to help you tune into and spread the awesome sauce here, there, and everywhere. And I'm voting your victory. I am voting your victory every day, all day, loving on you, even when I don't get to see you or talk to you here on the podcast connect with me out in the social media world so we can uh, we can connect and let me know what's going on in your world and I share lots of tips and just all the things on mindful living out there in the social media world and so I would love to connect there and send you all the love and awesome sauce your way and thank you for listening to episode 123 controlling our thoughts and emotions part two and I will see you in the next episode bye for now Thank you for listening to the Mindful Living Podcast with me, your host, Athea Davis. Think of me as your extra sparkly, good vibes, and no-nonsense guide, reminding you to take intentional action and choose to be the person today you want to become tomorrow. The world needs your sparkle, your joy, your gifts in action. Speaking of, I have a free gift for all my podcast listeners. Go now and subscribe to my email list and get your free health and wellness guide, Awesome Sauce Insights at soulsenseyoga.com. And take a moment to rate and review my podcast on iTunes or wherever you may find yourself listening to Mindful Living with Athea Davis. I truly appreciate your time and feedback so I can continue to deliver valuable content to each of you. Until next time, have an Awesome Sauce Day, friends.